we are continuing our series based on the movie Cuties. And to close it out, we did just want to ask a question that the director shared in one of her interviews, which I thought was really insightful and really kind of addressed her whole reason for making cuties. And the question she asked was, can we as women truly choose who we want to be beyond the role models that are imposed upon us by society? And so we're going to come at this from our you know, own point of view. We didn't really do research for this because it is more of a a thoughts and feelings question. So it is a little bit different today. We are truly speaking from the heart and answering this question that Maymuna Dockery, the director of QDs, proposed. Another point that I'd like to touch on as well throughout this discussion is a comment that um, the director made that we see women in other cultures as oppressed, but isn't sexualizing women oppressive? And I think these that statement along with the question really um, go well together. So do you want to start off with your opinion, Meg? Absolutely. I was kind of really taken aback when she asked that question because it changed my whole mindset of cuties. And I actually listened to this interview before I watched cuties. So I was originally going in with the mindset of, you know, this movie is very provocative and bad for children but going in with this inside of this was kind of her motive for making the film and her thought behind it I think maybe changed my perspective of the movie and I I do think that there is a choice but that we are severely and especially nowadays younger children are severely influenced by the role models that we do have in society and yes you can you can help temper the amount of, you know, exposure your child has when they're around you, but you really can't help the exposure that they have when they're out in the real world to the things that are on the internet, the things that people are saying, the way people are dressing. And so I think it's a balance. Um, I think it's a little bit yes and it's a little bit no. And I know that's not, you know, the best answer, but it just, it's so personally dependent on your experience. Agreed. Because when I, when you presented the question to me, I, I didn't look at it in context to the movie Cuties, but in context to my own life. And I really thought that, honestly, it's, it is our duty as women to, to choose who we are beyond what we are shown. As you were saying that you can't pick and choose, right, who society lifts up and presents to us as a so-called role model. But we can choose who it is that we model our ourselves after or what we choose to to put up on a pedestal ourselves. Meaning that I'm not going to put women up on a pedestal of even across the board, whether it's in the political field, in the fashion realm, in the movie world, as that don't somehow exemplify my own values and morals. Does that make sense to you? I'm not... So that's where yeah. I feel like it is really our own duty to to be more than what we are seeing out there and present ourselves. I don't know. I look at myself as trying to be a role model for what I wish I had had a role model as. So I try mm-hmm. to be that person that I wanted to have when I was younger. I don't look out into, you know, I don't look into media for my role models. I think, too, that 
part of that is, you know, at what age you are. You know, like when I was younger, I definitely looked to the people that I saw on television and in movies to how I should be acting and how I should be interacting with the world around me and how I should be dressing and who I should be, you know, spending my time with and how I should be spending my time. Like definitely when I was in those formative years of, you know, ages seven to, you know, 15 or whatever, when you're truly trying to kind of like figure out your path, that is kind of what you're looking to. So I think at that time, yes, I was very, very influenced by, role models in the media but then as you start to grow like in my 20s I kind of started feeling more like I can make independent choices I can do this but also still affected by the thoughts of my family or the thoughts of my friends or the thoughts of people I'm around and now that I've moved into my 30s I feel more of like no I'm I'm not you know a affected by what's imposed on by society as much I feel like now I like you're saying I am my own role model I'm building the person and the woman that I want to be and that I want to show little girls can be you know and it's I think it it comes with age it's something that you grow into and some people grow into it very early on like we've had my friend Christine on here and her daughter is very much her own person she is an independent fierce little woman and she just she does what she wants and makes choices and really isn't affected by her friends which is great and amazing but not all children are like that you know we we all mature into our own person at a different age so for me it took me until my 30s and even now I'm still I second guess myself and I'm constantly kind of like you know am I where I want to be am I doing what I want to do am I living the way I want other people to look up to and appreciate you know and how can I better myself But now I'm kind of comparing myself to me as opposed to comparing myself to the media. I get that. I definitely agree that as we get older and come more into ourselves, especially as women start to get into their 30s, um, it is much easier to really to fully accept who you are and that it might not be what you see presented to you out there in the media. So I definitely agree with that and feel like that's true no matter across the board, you know, I'm sure Christine's child's going to be even more independent and even more self-assured in her 30s as opposed to now in her, you know, she's still in single digit years. Yeah. You know, but I do think still that it is, it's our duty to choose because it's the question here, can we as women truly choose who we want to be beyond our role models that are imposed on us by society? And again, you, you choose, are you going to emulate your life after what you're presented in media, whether, you know, it's a television show or like I said, even a book, you know, it, you do choose. It's not as if, I don't know, at least for me, I never felt as if I had to try and copy and be just like somebody on the television or, you know, there were certain aspects of things that I was like, oh, that's really something that I like I want to try and make a jean jean jacket and jean pants look that cool (laughs) never (laughs) managed to do right or oh I wish I could be a bad bitch like that one over there you know but yeah 
but in general, I think that it, it we can choose and it is a duty as women to choose who you want to be. And the sooner that we really get that through our heads as women, the more impactful it will be on our life. And I think for the betterment of the world, really, the more we start owning who we are. We're not asking men, are you, are, you know, are you able to choose who you truly want to be? you know, based off what you're being posed on society, it's really more towards women. And this is where I think it moves into the the statement that she made about, we see women in other cultures oppressed, but isn't sexualizing women oppression. And I believe my thoughts around this is that we are purposely oppressing women in all ways. You know, if they are not sexualized enough, if they're overly sexualized, if they... You know, they wear burkas. If they wear bikinis, there's always people with opinions about how Mm -hmm. your women are supposed to be. And all of that is an oppressive way to make us feel. And I think, you know, you brought it up. I definitely have brought this up that you do. You feel this kind of pressure to be something other than what you are or to emulate something that you are shown within your society. And it's just another form of oppression of like pushing women down. And instead of saying, be who you are, be your own role model, you know, shoot for the stars, be all that you can be. It's more be like that Instagram model. It's interesting because, you know, and I think we've had this discussion with our parent guests, but it's interesting to see how much like social media and not even social media, but just even our children are just kind of grown up learning these sexualizations of women, you know, like it's truly imposed upon them, like through uh, school, like uh, outfit, what is that called? School dress codes, you know, through school dress codes and through just how we treat little boys as opposed to how we treat little girls. And we get into that a little bit in the whole Be Brave, Not Perfect um, episode that we did. And it's, you know, I wonder if we changed there, you know, if we changed something there at the at the youngest part of when children are learning who they are and how to interact with the world, if we change their thoughts around their gender and their sexuality, then could that allow for women to be sexual or be not be sexual and have it not be stigmatized or not be you know judged because truly yes men are judged but way less than women when it comes to like you said dressing skimpy or dressing you know in a way that makes them feel confident oh absolutely I do agree and Part of me feels as if, honestly, it should just be easy. (laughs) It should be, you know what? Be who you are and allow it to be, like, and it's accepted. Mm -hmm. And and we would move so much faster forward and people would be in a much happier place. You know, if you could just take away the judgment. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is that part. So I believe in a lot of ways that it it could be so easy if we just became an accepting society instead of such a judgmental one. You know, we're talking about can a woman wear a bikini or does she need to wear a burqa? And it's like, what, what's she? Why do we have to have an opinion on what people wear at all? Like right. at all in any way? If they're way, comfortable, or... yeah. If they're comfortable exactly. being fully clothed, or if they're comfortable wearing a two-piece bathing suit. It doesn't matter as long as they're comfortable, you know, yeah. and if we teach our young 
girls and boys not to look at each other as as sexual entities like oh my god this girl wore a tank top well so what you know like if we stop putting such emphasis on clothing and put more emphasis on just respecting others I think that that would make a huge difference as we grow up into adulthood Absolutely. And not just on clothing, you know, on motherhood, people always have opinions. And one thing that I have started to realize lately, through listening to certain friends having opinions about like other friends and how they're raising and their children and in my head, and I have no kids. So I always am like, you know, I'm the, the, the non parent here, with, you know, whatever advice you want to take from that. But what I'm starting to realize is that just because we ha- nobody needs to know your opinion, keep it to yourself. If you think that that's an inappropriate top for someone to wear to work, but it is not actually harming anybody in any way, and it suits at least the, the circumstance of the job, keep your opinion to yourself. Why do you have to point out that that person over there has crazy hair or that you think that, you know, that person would look better with a more fitted outfit or why would they let their kid go to the park? You know, they should take them to karate class instead. Yeah, It's just why? Why we now, of course, we're sharing our opinion on here, but it is your choice to listen to these podcasts. Whereas out and about, it's not always a person's choice to hear your opinion about how they are choosing to live their life. I think we're just going to let people live in their own way and understand that it doesn't have to make sense to me. Like it does not have to make sense to you for them to be happy in their choices. And through that, then again, we can sort of become our own role models of embodying our own selves fully instead of trying to make our lives look a certain way. It's really nice because a lot of the questions surrounding this, you know, and yeah. surrounding this movie specifically come from are our children learning these things from social media and from TV and film. But we're not looking at the ways we can use it for good because there are a lot of good ways we can use social media and TV and film to share information and knowledge and to educate ourselves. There are some really great people out there who are educating everyone for free on on these channels you know and they're and yep. they're licensed and they're knowledgeable you know and they they are professionals and they're sharing their information and helping to enlighten and educate each of us because we are constantly learning you know Diana and I are not professionals we don't we don't we don't have any degrees in sexuality or <laughs> whatever we are professional women <laughs> The, the point I'm trying to make is that we're constantly learning and everybody's constantly learning. And that's what's important is to be educated, be mindful. If we're going to make mistakes. The important thing is to learn from them and to grow from them. So, yes, it's possible that you were a judgmental person and you have done some of the things that we said. But there's nothing stopping you from being better today and learning more today and well growing more into your yourself right or into the knowledge like we evolve as our knowledge evolves we can only be as good at like as or act as like well as our understanding of something and I was thinking also a little bit here as we're talking I mean or if it's into even we can 
respect people's choices without fully agreeing with them. There is somebody that I used to follow on Instagram. And the reason I'm not currently following them is I did currently get rid of my Instagram. But I loved everything about this person. They were a uh, circus performer and a sex worker. And although the sex worker part and the like made me some uncomfortable a little bit as in going to sex parties is not like active sex parties like big old rave things which of course aren't happening in the time of covid but in general aren't really my thing and there were certain things that she would do that i knew i wouldn't be comfortable doing in public let alone on on the on the on the internet so that it's all the way out there. But there are so many other aspects of this empowered woman that I really vibed with. And so I just allowed her to have parts of herself that I didn't vibe with without judging them. And through that, I was able to really, really connect with somebody in other ways. And I'm realizing I just want to backtrack all the way to the beginning. I think I phrased my response wrong. I think as we're younger, we don't really have as much of a choice. I think I said yes when I really meant no, as in like we don't have as much of a choice as what we're exposed to and what we're watching, what we're seeing. Um, But as we get older, yes, we do have a choice, Um, more of a choice. Not that we don't have a choice as children, but I think we have more freedom and more control over who we choose to be. So just to clarify that. Yeah. Well, as children of such, I mean, I was raised somewhat in the Catholic Church and it was, I had certain expectations that were pretty much placed upon me and all of the, you know, females in sort of a general sense of what our life was going to look like. And so I was given specific role models within the church to look up to. Now, I was a lot like your friend, our friend Christine's daughter, and I kind of was like, no, (laughs) you don't tell me anything, you know? I was a very rambunctious child. Independent child. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, we'll put them all, yes. However, like the question, I don't know, the question she said was as women, and so I did approach this more in my thinking about this beforehand as an adult as opposed to what I was as a child. But even as a child, I knew that some of the role models that I was given, I was not, I was not going to behave like, I did not vibe with it. I knew that it was not someone that I was going to try and emulate their life. I knew that I was going, I don't know, I knew I was going to do things my own way. And although looking back now, I do see that I was influenced in ways that I didn't notice. And I was influenced by role models that were shown to me as opposed to the ones that as I grew up, I was able to choose. In the end, I still think that it is a duty of ours to really choose who we look up to and not to just be told that you know this person here is what you're supposed to be like it's supposed to be what you're trying to aim for it's like trying to tell everybody to fit into a box that's not the way it's going to work to play a little you know devil's advocate here though yes we can choose but will society accept that choice And this is a point, again, that we've touched on in the Be Brave, Not Perfect podcast. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to it. Uh, Reshma Saljani is really amazing. Um, And we cover kind of her her thoughts and, and the things that she's started with that whole ideal in mind. But 
you know, she kind of was saying that, yes, she can train these women to be independent thinkers and to pursue a career in technology. But now the blockade she's seeing is that companies are not accepting that all of these women are going into the field and companies are not hiring these women despite them being qualified due to societal standards of the thinking, you know, and I'm not saying the thinking is correct, but the thinking that, you know, women can't be in IT or do as good of a job as men in IT or just don't typically work in IT. So in relation to what we're talking about here, you know, yes, we can choose, but will society accept the women we choose to be. Well, let's not forget that women make up 50% of society, if not more at this I point. Fully, and I get that, I, but I you have the women too that sometimes don't. Oh, absolutely. One of the women, you know, like, and you even mentioned, uh, what was it? You were saying about a Trump rally and how some woman straight up said that she would not vote for Hillary because Hillary <laughs> was a woman and because <laughs> Hillary would get to her period and start a war, you know, and it, she had to be corrected by the anchors who said, well, technically, weren't all war started by men. And yeah, she had like- to taken aback, you know, like, it's just it's all these things where it's like, I feel like we've all been, I don't want to say brainwashed, but we've been like trained to think a certain way. And yeah, so I mean, you have women and men out there who are kind of opposing this idea of strong independent women and I'm not saying everybody and yes we've made strides but the idea there's still a long way to go yeah there is there's still a long way to go you're right you know we are there is this oppression on women strong independent women and most of it I think is really run by the fear of change a lot of people don't like change and the thought is like oh well men have always been in charge and women have always been in the kitchen they're they're the you know, the gatherers. And so we have to stick to that. And I don't know, I, I kind of say F it, you know, like you're going to come up against roadblocks, but that's how we change society is by pushing against the norms. And if you are okay with the societal norms, if you want to say, be in the kitchen, which there's nothing wrong with that. I freaking love food, but then that's okay. My thought is, Stop the judgment. If you can stop judging, then do it. There are people that are in a judgmental mind frame and it's it's going to be more work for them to shift out of it. If you can, just stop. Because it really is, it can be that simple. You can just accept people. You can just say, okay, I accept you. I accept that that person decided that, you know what? They're a boy from now on and I accept it. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to be so difficult. Or, you know, that woman wants to, what was that one that you had talked about, right? The, how about doctors in bikinis, right? That doctor is allowed to wear a bikini, allowed to be very sexy, and then still be respected in the office Mm -hmm. where she has earned the respect, where she deserves the respect. And so I think that mostly it's just the people who can change or are willing to change, it's time to change. And those other societal things, well, if we're going to have to push up against it, because that is how things change. If you look back in time, women got the right to vote by butting up against the patriarchy and demanding it. 
And it wasn't all women. There was a lot of women who didn't want us to have the right to vote. It was the loud, independent, strong women who were not, well, who were probably scared, but were not afraid to fail and were not afraid to be pushed down in order to build the stairs up for the next generation. And that's what we're doing. That's what I'm saying. We have to become, it is our duty to be the role models that we wish that we had. I'm getting very impassioned here. Sorry. But- you are. <laughs> But I love it. And, you know, and we did we did cover that topic of voting rights. You should check that one out, too, as well. And we go through the timeline of what it took for women. And like you said, they didn't all get the right all at once. It was a fight. And it still honestly is a fight. There is still fighting going on with rights and who's able to vote. And um, Native Americans just lost a lot of Native Americans lost the right to vote recently. So Mm -hmm. this is not something that is is of the past it's topical yeah it's something that's happening still and we're speaking i just want to point this out we are speaking from our point of view and from our experience there are some cultures out there where women are equal to men where there is that that lesser judgment of or there isn't that judgment you know and there's cultures out there where the women are in fact the leaders and that men and women are equal, or in some cases where women are actually even looked upon as higher, which I'm here for the equal, but you know, whatever. It just, the whole point is like, everybody is experiencing something different. And in our experience, we would love to see that equal plane, the less judgment. Absolutely. And choosing to be your own role model and not just accepting what you're told. I think one thing that we've really learned through 2020 is that, and one thing that I've learned over the past kind of four years of (laughs) relearning is that what we are taught is not always necessarily the truth. Yes. And so just because you are shown a role model, that does not mean that's the truth of what you should be modeling your life after. Let's become independent thinkers. That's what I'd like to see us raising our children as, is independent thinkers, creative, critical thinking, allowing them to develop their own ideas and their own thoughts as opposed to being told what to be. Let's let them be what they are. And I think that will lead us into a much better society because that will also lift boys up and get them out of the mindset that girls are in some way lesser than them. And it'll open up the mindset, like we were saying, we've mentioned in previous videos or previous podcasts as well, as, you know, it'll open up a space for men to be able to feel emotional, you know, and to be able to show those emotions because they're right now judged as well for doing things that normal regular humans do wanting to have children wanting to have relationships wanting to cry wanting to Mm -hmm. express joy you know so it's absolutely free judgment free is the way to be and that's where we want to be yeah i mean the question is phrased for women but you can replace you can take out the women and replace it with men and you'll still see like although i don't think that they're having as much judgment thrown at them for every single choice that is made. I do think that we oppose a specific sort of role model of what a male figure is supposed to be. And we saw that very recently with that, um, I think I think her name is Candace Owens, but I'm not exactly 100% sure on that one. Yes. Who, when is. the Harry Styles, right, was on the Vogue yep. cover mm-hmm. or in Vogue in a dress, and she was like, let's bring back real men or, or manly men or whatever that was. And yeah. it's like, well, for one, that's 
your definition of what a manly man is, right? Mm-hmm. Is someone who hunts and wears pants and, you know, whatnot. Well, and that's like the TikTok artists we covered. or Well, mm-hmm. actually, I think it's more the YouTube one who has those like old world gender roles that he sticks to and and forces upon people. And it's like, that's not how it is anymore. No, luckily it is definitely shifting. But it was, you know, there are times, like, very recently I had a, and it's an older cousin, you know, a cousin that is, um, like, my dad's cousin, actually, said very recently to me that I had to hurry up and settle down. She's like, you only have until 40. And I was like, really? I was like, what happens if I'm not settled down at 40? Do I, like, poof off into into another dimension <laughs> or something? fail to exist. <laughs> like, what What happens? Like, no, no longer am I allowed to settle down? And she actually paused, you know, and she thought about it for a moment and goes, no, you're right. You know, you can actually live how you want to live. But my point here is that it, it, it has shifted because just that woman is just – two generations behind me and had that kind of mindset as a woman that a woman had to follow a specific path that if I wasn't you know married with children by the time I was 40 (laughs) it wasn't gonna happen (laughs) but there are so many other ways to do things than just the traditional route and so I want my hope and my wish and my prayer for the world is acceptance and non-judgmental just keep your judgmental opinions to yourself because nobody really needs to hear them or start yourself a podcast and, 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 and send them out into the world. <laughs> that you're counter, you're contradicting yourself. <laughs> well, well, what I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I guess I just mean is we don't have to give our opinions always to the people we have the judgment against. My aunt can th- say thought that, you know, you had to be married by 40, but she didn't really need to say that to me. It didn't make any impact on my life other than her expressing her point, like her view. But if she were to go have a podcast, like why women should fit into these traditional roles and put that out there, then women who want to hear about that will go ahead and listen to to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say there is that, you know, we all have our opinions. We all have our judgments, but it's not always necessary to share them with everybody. I actually saw um, just a little tidbit. Uh, a psychologist was saying that, you know, when you go home for family events and things, and you do, you get judged. You get judgments that you didn't ask for. Um, a really nice reply to say to that, which will kind of call them out, but politely, is to say that observation is not helpful. Uh, yes. And just simply say that. Yes. I'll, I will say I have found things of that nature. Are, they are helpful and useful and depending on your family may or may not be just accepted as is <laughs> but I love that right it's just like that observation is not helpful that's really I guarantee you I will use that within the next 48 hours of my life <laughs> <laughs> so just a little pro tip there but <laughs> yes um, yeah, so that's everything we have on this topic. Thank you so much for joining us for this series uh, based on all inspired by uh, the Netflix movie Cuties. If you haven't had a chance to check out our other episodes regarding this, uh, we do have one where we cover the movie, another one where we speak with a parent uh, on her perspective of kind of the questions that are brought up in Cutie, and one where we speak with a professional. So definitely make sure to check those out and follow us on Facebook. 
Twitter at My Ovaries Made Me. Send us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. And make sure you stay happy, stay healthy, and stay curious. Bye, guys. Bye.